Hey everybody, Dee Dee LaFrac here with San Francisco Damn Podcast. This is your Friday's podcast for Friday, May 1st. We've got a new month. This is going into the, to me, it's going into the third month of Shelter in Place in San Francisco. Thank you for listening. Thank you all new subscribers. You can follow me, San Francisco Damn Podcast on Twitter. This is part two of the very popular harm production series. San Francisco has this complex where they talk about harm reduction, focusing on street junkies. It's been a big cycle, big dysfunctional circle. It's been going on for decades. Nothing really has happened except people keep getting paid and a few people are housed. Today, I am talking about collateral damage, the collateral damage of the harm production industry. A lot of people continue to be in denial about this. A lot of people continue to be obtuse about it. A lot of people are offended by what I say. The majority agree with me. I am not trying to change anyone's mind. I am sharing my experiences as a biological, straight, sexist, womanist, bohemian trophy widow. I am a satirist. And most of that is true. I am straight. I am a widow. I don't have any children, never wanted children, and I'm not religious and I'm not a mammy. Being a black woman, this surprises a lot of people because a lot of people have this weird notion about uh, black American dynamics. Let me tell you something. We've got a fractured African-American culture. How can it not be when there is 72% out of wedlock rate? Just absorb that. And I know you might say, well, white people have kids out of wedlock, everybody, nobody has two-thirds of the children raised without the mother and the father married and the mother and the father not living in the same house. No other culture has this. We have 70% of black families are female-led. And another thing you should know about me, I am a diverse woman. My best friend and my husband was a white guy. He was Jewish. We lived together for a very long time. So I got to um, see life through his viewpoint from the white male perspective, very eye-opening, which is why I treat everyone the same. I don't coddle, and I don't allow anyone to negate my personal experiences. Now, the Harm Production podcast, that was um, Wednesday's podcast, very popular, and I thank everybody who... um, listen to it and giving me your feedback. Now I'm talking about the collateral damage. I'm going to go deep about the collateral damage of the harm productions industry. Most of the people they are focusing on is males. All right, everything is about let's coddle these males, let's house these males. It's, um, it's mainly men and the majority of the people on the street in San Francisco are males. Now, You need to understand, I've lived downtown for many years, many years, which is why I do not debate my experiences and I allow no one to gaslight me. I don't allow anyone to say, well, some of them are. I speak of the majority. My experiences that I am relaying here is about the majority of what I've seen for decades, okay? Thank you. Now, the collateral damage of allowing males to pitch their tent on the street, and currently San Francisco is entering 
I say we're entering the third month of shelter in place. Our mayor, London Breed, has allowed the junkies to pitch their tent in the majority of San Francisco neighborhoods. Of course, there are the protected enclaves, the Presidio, which is government property, Seacliff, sea wealthy people live there, Pacific Heights, St. Francis Wood. Those are the few communities that are very protected. The rest, the uh, squatters are allowed to bring their junkie squalor. They're allowed to bring their ghetto to these other neighborhoods. Now, the collateral damage, here's what happens when you allow junkie males. And in my experience, the junkie females are not as um, combative, uh, vile, violent as the males are because it's a man's world. And what's worse than a broke, drug-addicted male sitting on the cold concrete? Now, if you are just listening and you have never experienced it, it's easy to say, oh, it's not that bad. Or you might mythologize these junkies as being cuddly creatures. You think they're like Keith Richards. Keith Richards, the guy in the Rolling Stone, he used to be a junkie. You think, oh, junkies are just warm and fuzzy creatures. No, they're not. Now, the collateral damage of allowing a junkie to set up tent right outside your door or around the corner from you or in your neighborhood, they bring a crime wave. Now, these are people who couldn't keep up on the best days of the week. These are people who need a government intervention. These are people who need institutionalization. These are people focused on getting high. They are junkies and they are incompetent. Now, since they couldn't afford San Francisco housing on their best day, and there isn't enough free housing for all these junkies, San Francisco has had a dumb open door policy for junkies. Everybody knows, go to San Francisco, you could get away with murder. You could do whatever you want as a junkie, and they do. You know, so many transients come to San Francisco to sit on the sidewalk, scam, hustle, uh, snatch and grab phones, break into buildings. Uh, we It's so common to have cars broken into. When I do my walks, I'm always seeing a car uh, with a shattered window, all the glass on the sidewalk now. Since all San Francisco Dam podcasts are under 15 minutes, let me just really do a deep dive here. The collateral damage, I'll say again, are women, children, and the elderly. Now, some men listening are saying, well, they bother me too. Imagine being a woman, all right? Uh, I know that they call gay males the F word, and I know that some of you males get uh, mugged and robbed from them. Nothing like what happens to women, children, and the elderly. It's, it's almost like undescribable, and you have to see it to believe it. And a lot of people are really cold-hearted about it. They cannot put themselves in the shoes of another person. That means they lack emotional intelligence and empathy. For instance, say you're a, a single mother living in the tenderloin and you need to go to the store and you don't want to leave your three-year-old in the house alone, which you should not. That would be a neglect, abuse, neglect. So you walk out of your door, outside of your door, there are three junkie males uh, blocking your path. They might call you a name or, you know, swat you on the butt or maybe pat your child on top of the head of course they're going to ask you if you have spare change and nothing's worse 
than a male junkie that doesn't get money from a woman that he asks for money. They they are they just are so crude and rude. Like what about us? What about us women? So you've got that mom with her child. They have to walk in the street or they have to walk in the curb because the mayor has allowed these junkies free reign. You have to see it to believe it. Again, go to San Francisco Dam on Twitter. Check out the people I'm following. Check out the people who are following me. You will see the videos of the squalor that has been allowed to happen. The collateral damage is indescribable. And what it does, it brings depression, it brings fear, post-traumatic stress. What about the elderly on a walker? Needs some fresh air, needs to go to the farmer's market, wants to go to the corner store to get some milk. They've got to walk through a gauntlet of junkies and dealers. And do you think these junkies and dealers are compassionate to elderly? They're out of their minds on drugs or they're focused on exploiting the junkies, okay? Anybody who still thinks that junkies are cuddly creatures, you know what? You're mentally ill. I'm going to say it. you're mentally ill. And it's true that some women are just as uh, emotionally unintelligent as so many males are. Last night I was laughing. I was talking to a friend and they were looking at my Twitter and they said, wow, I can't believe that there's some people that don't believe what's going on in San Francisco. And I and I, we just had to laugh. So many of my friends, they'd come by and they, they'd say, wow, this is terrible down here. I'm like, yeah, I know. And it's worse since shelter in place. So the harm production industry, which is focused on coddling these guys, what about us? What about the collateral damage? What about that single mom and her children? In the Tenderloin, they've got more children living in this 20,000 uh, 20, population district than any neighborhood in San Francisco. More elderly are living in the Tenderloin, and it's a myth that everybody is broke and living in um, single room occupancy hotels. There are a lot of techies that live in the Tenderloin and downtown. There are people like me, the widows. There are a lot of people that are not poor living down here. And, and guess what? People are finally starting to talk about it. The San Francisco way, it's like being a hypocrite. You don't admit that it's really bad until now. Now, a lot of people are having their awakening. They're admitting because even before this happened, you'd go to a restaurant in certain neighborhoods, you have to walk through a gauntlet. There's some bums outside the door trying to guilt trip you. And then if you don't give them money, what are they going to do? Follow you, stalk you, curse you, uh, spit at you. And people are listening saying, oh yeah, why don't you move? You know what? Take your own advice. I'm making moves to do that and everything takes time. I can't just snap my finger and levitate out of a city that I've made a home in for several decades. That takes time, but I know I have to move. This is what I know already because Mayor Breed has allowed my neighborhood to become a hostile living environment. Now it's May 1st, 2020. Junkies have gotten their welfare checks. I hope they have. Their social security income checks. I really hope they have. Their disability checks because, you know, majority of them are mental 
mentally ill. The mental illness and the drug addiction goes hand to hand. And I, I'll say it again, in my perfect world, they'd be taken out to drug camps in the middle of the desert that they are allowed to terrorize a city should be criminal. Now, the harm production industry, I know they've been listening to my podcast and they're surprised. So a black woman is not going along and coddling us to coddle the male junkies. Why should I center these males, especially the black males? Even on their best day, they're not in the house raising their children. I'll repeat, 72% black out of wedlock rate, 70% of black households are led by women. And downtown areas, the majority of the homeless males, junkies are black males. We have maybe in San Francisco, 5% African-American population. So how did uh, black males end up being half of the junkies? That's something that black men need to be held responsible for, the fathers. And that goes back to the home. And that's like a topic for another podcast. Harm production industry. You guys, you are having your reckoning. People have been fooled by you for so long because nothing has changed. Your nonprofits have not uh, solved anything. You're just velvet gloving and coddling these junkies to the detriment of women, children, and elderly. I thank you for listening. You've got great taste in podcasts. Guess what? I'm Dee Dee LaFrac. I trust my vibes. San Francisco, damn.